Oh, there it goes. Everybody watch out and look up. It's Keep Up with Sylvan Sane and Osa Malo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. I'm here with my comrades and I'm here with my co- uh, cohorts. We got Osa Malo. We've got Harry, Pokemon Stoner. We've got Neil Francisco. He is a engineer of the show. He also is El Tribo for his DJ uh, trance music. Go check him out on SoundCloud. Then we also have John of All Trades. We have Thundercat John with a K, like Harry said. He's on TTV. He's on Twitch. Go check him out on that. You need to check us out on Twitch. You need to check us out on Patreon. We also have our very first guest on season three. Her name is Maria Bedazian. We will introduce her more later after we get our shout outs, after we get our what's happening. Let's get some motherfucking shout outs. It's time for some motherfucking shout outs. All right. Let's go. Uh, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. Handle it. Handle it, brother. Go ahead, motherfucker. So we got, uh, this is one of my close and personal friends. He's also my barber. He hooks me up. Now, this is Kevin. He's also, um, he actually started selling cars now. So if you need a Honda, a BMW, um, even Maseratis, he sells them all. Um, you can find him on Instagram. It's Tri-State Luxury, just the way it sounds, T-R-I, State Luxury. And just like that, and you can find him and, you know, shout him out. You, you Whether you have uh, bad um, credit or anything, you can go over there. He find he find you a good car. As long as you're getting a paycheck, you can go out, you can go ahead and drive. So, what about a haircut? Do you need to get a credit check for the haircut? <laughs> and does he gross ride the whip while he's cutting your hair? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that gets out to our next shout out. We have and we're here is Maria right now. She does graphic design. She ha- she's a Parsons alum. She's a very talented person. You can catch her on Fiverr. You can catch her on Medium. You can catch her on all types of Medium. She's multi talented. Please. Introduce yourself, Maria. Hi, I'm Maria Badajan. Uh, I'm from Brooklyn, born and bred. Like Vincent said, I'm a graphic designer. I also write, I illustrate, and you can find me on Instagram, Medium. That's it. Just find me on those two. Don't do it. That's right. And we'll get you. We'll get you her real handles at the very end of the show when we get into the meaty part of our interview that we did together. Um, It was awesome. You get to see her real writing skills, her interview skills. Can't wait to see that. So fuck you. What the fuck happened? All right. Let's get into the Beirut bombing. Um, Actually, I'm not that informed on this. I and it's a very shame. And especially with Lebanon, Lebanon does not get the respect that it deserves when Charlie Hebdo was happening. Any type of terrorist attack that happens in Europe, it gets very amplified. It gets very magnified. But for some reason, when it happens in the Middle East, especially somewhere like Lebanon that was attacked in the six, not well, actually did the attacking in the seven day war and it lost. So let's not get facts, even though, you know, I'm passionate about one side, but that was a lost war. Let's not get into that. But anyway, we're not going to get into the Palestine Israel thing. That's what we're into. But in Lebanon, very sad. A nuclear explosion already being politicized, already being dubbed as a terrorist attack by one side. Please give me more info on it, guys. So yeah, it's not know, a I'm... terrorist. Go Sorry, it. Go, go, ahead, Maria. go ahead, Maria. I was just gonna say it's not a terrorist attack. Uh, what right. happened was it's an ammonium nitrate explosion, which is something that doesn't happen just there. It has happened in North Korea during a railroad construction site. It happened in. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma City. This is something that keeps happening, and for some reason, they keep using ammonium nitrate. Kills people so that, every time. Every time. So, but that is nuclear, is it? 
Is that that's a nuclear explosion? Because it was like so, a cloud mushroom. That's all I know. I saw that. Yeah. So what I've uh, what I've from what I've read and I've I've seen, um, they basically house fireworks in that uh, warehouse. And you know, when you hit it, when you hit us up on the group chat the other day, I'm like, okay, you know, I'll look at this later. But then it started going viral. I started seeing the um, people started recording from buildings, and it looked like a nuclear bombing. You know, to see that fire just going up. And then to see that cloud, that was something that we probably have never seen, like in that magnitude. So it was scary as hell because you got you had people recording it from buildings. Then you had more videos coming out, people recording it from the street. And you just saw the impact of how crazy it was. And the death, the death toll itself is already up to 135 people. And over 300,000 people have already suffered from damage to their homes. So it's and it's not that's not a low count but that's that's way lower than i expected with that kind of explosion and especially and you're right and even with the 3000 um they're very heavily affected i saw again i don't know the details too much of the actual explosion but more of the aftermath i've seen videos of surgeons using their cell phones as lights in order to yes in order to operate on someone and it is very sad and so we're not a political podcast we have been integrating politics into our podcast so we don't have like you know like regular people like all the links and where to help but we will provide that on our posts on our instagram post when we debut the episode so look out for that um Again, our thoughts and prayers are with Beirut. Um, always, Lebanon is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful country, um, beautiful people. Um, I've had friends from there, and uh, my thoughts and prayers are with them. Even from an agnostic, what do you know? I like to throw those prayers out there too. Anyway, yeah. dissolve the NRA. Uh, Wayne Lampierre and the New York versus uh, New York. We love to do verses. Uh, the New York Attorney General is uh, getting racketeering, all types of uh, criminal charges against the NRA. And the NRA was kind of like on thin ice anyway with funding. The funding has gone down tremendously. Whether you are a member of the society, whether you're a member of uh, the NRA, it's been going down. And not a lot of people have had their belief in it. You don't have to be a member of it to own a gun. You don't have to register them to be licensed to have a gun. It's just a membership. It's just like, you know, being like a Harley Davidson biker association. Uh, There was all types of people. Tom Selleck, Charlton Heston used to lead it as a president and shit. And now we have Juan Wapierre and he's a crook. Oscar, tell us how much he was a crook. Yeah, this this is ridiculous. You know, from this guy has spent over $500,000 on eight trips to the Bahamas in just three years. Which is it's crazy, and then not Run on top of that, on top of that, he also has uh, lux- luxurious cars, and his is just sick. For somebody who's in charge and he is doing this, embezzling money. I mean, we know corrupt, you know, people that are corrupt exist in real life, but it's just like, what the hell's going on, you know? I feel you. I feel you. So hopefully this leads to more gun uh, legislation because the biggest proponent on it is NRA. We've talked about it before. The Black Panthers, when they tried to protect black communities from the KKK and from the police, um, they were the president of the NRA tried to lead legislation against semi-automatic weapons because those were the weapons that they used to march on the White House lawn on the Capitol building. So uh, it seems like whenever a minority or any community tries to arm themselves, they're not about it. But anytime they're about like a white community, anybody with like tiki torches from like North Carolina or something like that or Virginia, um, they're all about it. So it's about time the lobbyist group got taken down. So let's uh, let's get into uh, our entertainment topics. 
What the fuck did I hear? All right, blame it on the baby. And uh, we're big fan. Well, I'm a big fan of the baby. I love uh, all of his songs. I love all of his albums. Kirk, all that good stuff. So earlier in the year, I believe April, blame it on the baby came out, and now he has deluxe and he has new songs on it. And um, he's always a popular feature on a lot of people's rap songs. I think he's been on some techno and shit like that too. Do you like the baby, Oscar? Does anybody like the baby on here? Hey man, I started writing writing the baby way <laughs> as soon hey. as Jeanette told me. As soon as hey. you got me into that, I, I started liking it. And you know, at first, I'm one of those I'm a, I'm one of those old school rap heads that is like, okay, I don't like this. You really are. Behind, you really are. But then behind closed doors, I'm like, okay, this is not that bad. I know. I used to be like that with little Yachty, and I used to be like that with little Uzi Bird. I'm like, oh, this. Hey, what up, Ava? What's going on, girl? Oh, hi. This is Oscar's daughter. They're upstate for a wedding. They've got uh, uh, Ava's a thief. She stole Tommy's uh, sword. And uh, Tommy told me about that, by the way. He's getting ADT system because of that. He didn't think that he had to. He didn't think that he had to. Uh, he didn't think in his gated community he had to do that. But, yeah. Girls can be warriors, too. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's a cool sword. Uh, so then we have Such Pretty Forks in the Road, Alanis Morissette. Uh, she is one of the first uh, signees by Madonna. Madonna has Maverick Records. And so Lenny Kravitz back in, the, I think, like the late 90s, uh, Alanis Morissette came to be. And she's Canadian. She's one, um, Before that, uh, there was like the Cranberries and stuff like that. So there wasn't that many Canadian artists. So Alanis Morissette pretty much opened the doors for that. So we have Ironic and... Uh, Hand in my pocket. Uh, you live, you learn. You want to know. Jagged Little Pill was a huge success. As a matter of fact, she had a Broadway uh, musical going on about it, and it, it kind of like brought the elevation of that album. And then she ended up doing a tour just on that album, just because of the success of the play. So big up to her. She has a new album, Such Pretty Forks in the Road, again. And now we have a new single by one of my favorite artists. I've talked about it before uh, while I was by myself on the show. Uh, Peaches, like I said, she was on the Mean Girls soundtrack. She's been on the Jackass soundtrack. She has a new song, Solid Gold, Easy Action. Easy action. She's the same person who made Fuck the Pain Away. <laughs> she goes, yeah, man. Yeah, Jackass. Like I said, that was the song in Jackass with Johnny I didn't Knoxville. know that was her. But that's, that's a good her. song. That's her. <laughs> Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. That's awesome. so she's very raunchy, very feminist. Um, when I watched her, she had three, no, not three. She had like 12 boobs on her chest, 12 like prosthetic boobs. She's nuts. She's nuts. Um, on one of her albums, she has like, like hot dogs, like all over her face. She does not give a fuck. Like she, lo- like she loves like outlandish imagery and shit like that. I love her. I love her. She, I love people that don't give a fuck. They're the best. So, sorry we don't have what the fuck did I play. We had Nintendo news last week, so it's okay. We're going to jump to... Damn, son, where'd you find this? What the fuck did I watch? All right. So, I watched on Video On Demand a French film. And it was called A Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And so I'm not going to do like Oscar. I'm not going to tell you the whole fucking story. I'm not going (laughs) to... I noticed that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you Todd McFarlane's whole bio. 
Right, Harry? We got like the whole bio yeah, on Yeah, it's like you don't like, have to watch the documentary at all. He got it right there for you. You don't. You don't. Nope. It's like a bridge for Dragon Ball Z. There you go. Right. And he didn't even tell us it was on sci-fi. He didn't even get to that part. He was just so excited to tell us about his Marvel history and shit. But anyway, awesome. my bad. But we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We love we loved Oscar. We love his takes. We love what he watches um, when he tells us, at least. So... <laughs> So Portrait of a Lady on Fire, it's a French film. I do not know the actresses. I will know them. I should know them. But it was a beautiful film, actually. It's about um, this artist, and she's uh, she's drawing a picture of this person that doesn't want their picture uh, being drawn. And she actually, um, through a big, like, whatever, all types of things happen. And this spontaneous moment gets this imagery that pretty much gets the title for you. So there you go. Then... We have Greyhound on Apple TV Plus. That is uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, I believe, uh, please don't quote me on this. Uh, he filmed in New Zealand, and that's where he got the COVID. But Ooh. with him and uh, yeah, him and um, Rita Wilson, his wife, yes. And uh, and from what I heard, from what I saw in publications, he was very disappointed that. Uh, and you could tell, by the way, if you see this movie, it was supposed to be in theaters. The special effects are almost up to par with Dunkirk. Wow. Very. I know. And that's saying a lot because Dunkirk was legendary. Oh, he was in Australia. Thank you, Harry. Um, That's right. I'm not always right. I'm usually wrong. I'm joking. But this is our entertainment podcast. We're not Politico. We're not Politifact. So go fuck yourself anyway. But anyway, Greyhound um, is about this captain that uh, made his first maiden voyage during 1942 during World War II. And basically, the U ships from Germany um, were taking out their allies, Britain and Canada, and surrounding them. And he had a very young crew because in 1942, they, the draft was enacted. And so a lot of people, even including our family, uh, I, told, I told you Harry and I are cousins, uh, our family, a lot of our family lied to get into the, the war. They lied wow. about their age. Yeah, they lied about their age because they were too young. And that was very common. And so you and they made that a point in the movie and you just see that they're fucked pretty much. So whatever happens at the end happens, obviously in history, but it it doesn't look good. So it takes a lot of strength. And, you know, Tom Hanks is in a lot of war movies and a lot of World War Two movies. You know what I like about him? He doesn't glorify it. He shows the really ugly parts about it. And he doesn't say to himself, like, yeah, let's go back. Let's go, like, fight another country. No, it's usually the very, very, like, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. uh, All those movies that he's part of, even um, the movie that the the series that he produced on HBO, Band of Brothers, it's always, like, showing the really gritty parts, like, let's not do this again. Yeah. The grittiness of um, of his acting. What were you saying, guys? Go ahead, Marie. Sorry. Even in. uh, No, don't be. In Green Mile, like that's not about war, but it's about prison. And he even shows Great like the, the the just the emotional stress that you have to go through to be a prison guard. Like when you think of a prison guard, it's just you know these people that might not care, and it's the power trip and all these things. But if you're like a compassionate person or just a normal human being, and you have to be put in a position like that. It's it's hard. So you're right. Like all of his movies, no matter what they're about, he, he has yeah. a movie with like about HIV AIDS. Like he always Philadelphia. on point. Yeah, exactly on point about like the struggles of just being a, a person. Denzel Washington, such a great movie. I think 1991, so good. Such a great one of their best movies, both of them. Uh, totally agree. Totally agree with you. Uh, 
he's the man. Tom Hanks is great. You'll love Greyhound guys. If you get onto Apple TV plus, if you steal somebody's login, whatever, who knows? Uh, it's very good. It's very worth it. If you get on Torrent, I don't care. I'm not in the movie business like that. So I'm yeah, sure people is, torrent. My, this is actually one of the movies. My shit for real time. <laughs> this is actually one of the, this is actually one of the ones that I've been looking forward to torrenting just because, yeah. you know, I mean, Apple TV, it's great. I get it. But am I really gonna pay for another subscri- subscription? Maybe not. I know they're gonna. I know they're gonna have it. But I do know that he kills it in every movie. And you know, you said it perfectly, Maria. He brings out the best in every role, and he shows a, a side that we don't think about as much. You know, in that situation, especially that the Green Mile movie is one of my favorites that he's ever made. Yeah, and that's a Stephen King book, by the way. Yep, great book, great book. Okay, so then we have an American Pickle. Um, Seth Rogen, he that's another straight to uh, streaming that is on HBO Max. Um, Harry just got HBO Max. Welcome to the HBO Max crew. So did uh, yeah, free and yes, that's right. And Harry and Harry reviewed uh, the Fire Show from last week from Crunchyroll. Thank you for that. That was great. Um, it actually looked cool in the graphic too. Like when I was putting, I was like, I wasn't really interested in the show like fire that. Like, yo, the sound effects in that show, it's the visuals yes. with the fire is dope. That's right. Look at that. You sound excited now. Last week, you didn't really sound that excited. So like, <laughs> I wasn't really excited. So then I saw the visuals like, oh yeah, this, uh, this looks actually pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. I'm actually so all caught work. up on the show. There we go. So let's be excited about what we talk about, guys. <laughs> so um, American Pickle, again, Seth Rogen. Um, I forgot what the actress's name from Succession. She is British. She's got the red hair. Um, he is in a, I believe, Soviet Union town, 1919. And he um, is, uh, he like kills rats inside of a pickle factory and he falls into a bat of the pickle jar of the pickle juice and it preserves him until modern day and these kids find him and yeah it gets weird after that leave it to communism to give people right? the first jobs on the planet and he actually was in the news recently oh sarah snook thank you harry and yes she's awesome on uh on succession by the way succession is amazing one of my favorite shows ever actually it's amazing will ferrell and adam mckay produce it and it's supposed to be a serious show but it's not you think it is but because they produce it outrageously funny Oh, so good. And she's so hot, by the way. Sorry that we have a lady on the show, but um, her <laughs> women pos- her are pos- allowed to be hot. This is true, but it's just true. I was going to talk about her back end, though, her posterior. So I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. Does she have but a lot of backstory? Is that? She does. She has a lot of backstory. I like that. That's right. Backstage backstory. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. So, watch So watch uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Greyhound on Apple TV, American uh, Pickle on HBO Max. Let Go me ahead. just say something. Yeah. Any show, like, any show that happens in, like, the early 1900s in Soviet Russia is bound to be interesting it was a very interesting time guys if you guys are history buffs it's it's quite an interesting time post russian revolution all the commies took over lots she's of she's been fear, actually she's been of, yeah so i mean if you guys are history buffs and you're into anything about soviet union the early 1900s is a great setting for any yeah. show so and uh, Seth Rogen actually got in trouble recently. He is of okay. the Jewish variety. Yeah, he got in. Well, he gets in trouble all the time. <laughs> Not like trouble, trouble. It's like the cancel police. Like, and he's he doesn't let people cancel him. So I'm just saying, like, he's Seth like, Rogen. Especially exactly. now what he's doing with Black Lives Matter. Every time someone like, says All Lives Matter on his post, he says, fuck you. And like, that's he it. Does. But um, <laughs> yeah. like I said, I, that's why I segued to he's of the Jewish variety because he said somewhere on Twitter, I believe, or in an interview 
why does Israel exist? And whatever side of the fence you are with that, that's never good to say on TV. Oh, God. <laughs> that's never good to say in public. So um, it's a good thing you came out with this movie. So hopefully that'll get rid of the taste of that. <laughs> get rid of the bad taste of that mouth. That's a, It's always good PR to just come out with some new content. It gives you a reason to go watch the movie now. It's like he was talking shit. Now, now what is right? this about? Right, he probably knew. He probably was like, "I love Israel, but let's uh, let's get some fucking, let's get some clickbait out there. Let's add a little spice." Exactly. <laughs> so, Mulan is now going to be released in September. We have talked about it on the show before. Um, I, I love Mulan. Mulan was great. I'm glad that they got rid of. Even though I love Eddie Murphy, I'm glad that they made it more about the historical uh, reference of the the movie. So we got we had to get rid of Mushu Pork. Sorry, you know it's a Muslim movie now. Uh, the uh, the Mongols, all that good stuff. But uh, what do you guys think? Are you going to? We talked about in the pre meeting. Uh, you have a Disney Plus subscription. If you have it, will you buy the thirty dollars uh, thirty dollars fee to watch this movie as well? Hey, uh, you remind, can take my money. Uh, Go ahead, remind, Maria. <laughs> remind us why is thirty dollars worth worth it to watch Milan? So Disney. Um, they run the same model as everybody in Hollywood. They're very top heavy. We talked about this last episode. Uh, they at least needed to recoup 800 million for this movie in order to fund other movies. That's how it works in other countries, like in France and like Belgium, it's like a very quote unquote socialist system. They put a tax on every ticket and it goes into a pool that no matter what major publication studio, whatever, production you're able to go into that that pool and and use it to fund your movie most of the time obviously the the big uh the big titles in europe they don't they're not dicks they're like they they leave it for the 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 small that's not how it works here over here just like the music industry they rely on the big beyonce's album so that they can fund the indie projects so if her album does shitty that that actually means they green light less albums and the same thing with mulan the Disney movies, the lower tier movies that are going to come out, whatever it is, or even projects that are going to be like on the Disney Channel, whatever. And they're losing a lot of money because of the the parks being closed. That was that was actually their number one revenue. So they have done a very good job of repivoting to the streaming and shit like that and like doing that $30 thing. And that's actually smart because they lost a lot of money with that. That They really relied on that being in theaters. And again, yeah. it funds other projects. Good, Oscar, sorry. Yeah, and, um, you know, the, the $30 price tag is, I think it's perfect. It's fine. You know, this is a movie that I think was supposed to come out in April. And not, not only that, they're trying to recoup March. the $200 million March. production budget that they had. And, and that's just their production budget. But they also had another $100 million marketing budget. So they're bleeding money. And even though, you know, all these um, comic book movies that we've seen throughout the years, even though they reach a billion dollars, they still have to keep funding other projects and other parts of the park that they're building on. So I get it. Look, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You give me Mulan for 30 bucks. Hey, that's awesome. You know, I get to watch it in the comfort of my own home. And we don't, you know, you go to the movies now for a family of four, that's almost $80, $60, popcorn and the whole works. And like not that only that, um, Disney Plus is actually one, to me, I've, I've been telling you guys this, they're one of the best in the, in terms of, 4k but they are also on top of their game with dolby atmos they they have amazing sound quality i've been re-watching a couple of movies just to test out my new soundbar you know my new dolby atmos soundbar you know me vince i love my technology like if i can get if i can get something (laughs) he said name drop if i can get my (laughs) 
if I can get my values worth for all for everything that we're paying for, it's it's perfect. And I'm I'm actually really stoked because the girls love yeah. this movie. I'm not stoked to pay thirty dollars, but I agree with you, and I I love the point that you made with the bargain. It is a bargain. This is why this is why Disney is family oriented. Yeah. That's and and people love the brand enough and people love Mulan enough that they'll do it. Yeah. And they pick the right movie, even though like, you know, they're doing to recoup, but is, but they knew, they knew like if this was going to be a one-off or if they, if people were going to do this for a movie, it was going to be for this one. Yeah. And to be honest, they probably would have did for Hamilton. My bad. Good. No, I was just saying Mulan's probably a great, um, great movie to release right, right now because it seems like the yeah. last few years there's been a lot of like feministic movies. There's a lot of movies mm-hmm. that have been remade, but with women only, for example, Ocean's 8 based off of Ocean's 11, 12, 13 or mm-hmm. Hustle based off of the amazing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels from the 80s. Hustle yeah. was not good. Do not watch I, that movie. I actually, dis- I actually disagree. I love that movie. That's a good oh movie. Oh my God. Watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Watch the original. And you'll see I like, like the original too, but. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Anyways, <laughs> I was a little disappointed, but it's a good time to release something like this. It's a popular topic right now. So um, and I think it'll do good. You nice. The 30 bucks, right. you know? And to show a positive so, light on the Asian community. That's true. Mm. That's true. Very true, actually. And yet, like we said before in the pre-meeting, uh, they're going to – oh, no, not even the pre-meeting. I said it to introduce. Uh, yet, they're going back to the roots of the story. So they've gotten around a lot of the – especially the racist element. Like I said, the mushu pork. That's yeah. no good. That was not in the actual tale. So they're getting rid of that, and they're making it more of a focus of like the Joan of Arc kind of aspect to it. So I'm happy about that. I'm glad Maria brought that up. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of this also has to do with um, you know, Disney putting these movies into real life. You can't, you know, you can't really do that with these movies because uh for a uh, green example, Aladdin, you had Noah Abu, you had certain characters you can't recreate in this even though you could, you know, make them animated. It looks too, it it, too corny and tacky. Yeah, you just can't work that in there. So I was disappointed that we wouldn't we wouldn't get that character cuz it was one of those great staples, but hey, it doesn't work sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we're. I felt the same right. way. Sorry, I felt the same way about. You guys, gotta let me wrap up. <laughs> you guys, uh, keep going. <laughs> How long is the show? Um, the, I, I felt the same way about the Joker. Like it, they brought in all these actual topics around mental health and like psychopaths and making it a real story that you can somewhat yeah. relate with, and like our government today relating to. Of course, it was a exaggerated version of what's going on now but like you can relate it to what's going on now in government so i felt the same way with the joker it's like a comic book story like it's it's a the joker batman and joker but they made it like very relatable yeah nice all right so hbo max has harley quinn show they have the new dc comics as part of their archive and their catalog um i actually wanted to watch it while it was on the dc comics uh streaming app that harry had he doesn't have it anymore but it's okay it kind of dissolved anyway and now it is a part of the package at hbo max tell us about harley quinn so i fucking love this show because when i first started watching it um i actually started watching it on the dc app but eventually i'm like okay my free my free um subscription is done i'm not paying for this but first you have um Haley kuko from um uh, a big bang a big bang theory right. she's right. she stars the voice um another fun fact uh when we what went was to that go john see- ritter show that she was on too that she got famous before that i forgot um whatever my bad keep going so yeah and a fun fact um kim and ava actually got to meet her when we went to go see frozen we ran into right. they ran into her she was really nice got it was able to take a picture but aside from that this is not a show for kids 
I started watching this in front of Ava, and I did not no, know how. Not. No, it's I, not. Yeah, I did not know how grown up it was going to be. Roommate, the, who's the roommate? It's Poison Ivy, right? Like that's yeah. Her roommate or something. And yeah. they they do so many great jokes. Um, they do include Batman later on, but it's funny as hell. It's for grown ups, and it's not your average show. If you guys have any sense of humor of making fun of the DC um universe, whether they make fun it's of Batman and Thank anybody you, else. It's it's a great show. You're gonna love it. It's it's up to two the um the second season, and they include everybody in the Batman Rogue catalog. So it's a fun show. Harry, did you get a chance to watch it while you had the subscription? Harley Quinn, no, but I I saw Doom Patrol when I had a subscription. The second season came out for that. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. on HBO Max. How was that? It looked pretty good. It's pretty funny. It's making fun. It's a hero movie making. It's like misfit heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. we know we love that over here. We love. We don't get enough of that on this. All right, so. How dare you? She's a nice lady. What the fuck did she say? All right, now we got to do the best part of the fucking show. So on this episode, as I put the mic like all the way up in my nose. Uh, So on this episode, we have, I don't know, feeling kind of cute. Might delete later. If you have seen this on your story and you have not grabbed a gun and shot this person, good for you. Congratulations, because I almost did it a few times. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand. People, like, I, it doesn't matter. I, actually, I know it's supposed to be like, generational, but I've actually seen many people do it. I, I, it doesn't, like, the age range doesn't matter for me. I've seen, I've seen four-year-olds do it. Go, like, and hey, daily later. like I was telling you guys, yeah, I got a 15-year-old kid, you know, um, she's oh, always... Absolutely. I see her post this sometimes. I see my nephew post this, and, you know, it's that generation where they're doing certain things and we're older, you know, even though we're only in our mid thirties, we don't get this, you know, it's weird. And, you know, I have over 3000 posts on my Instagram. She has like five. That's another thing I've noticed where they'll post something and they'll say my delete later, and then they'll end up archiving it. Like they're trying to show less, which I think it's weird. Cause I, Actually, like my timeline. Afraid to be cool. What are you afraid to be cool? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're sounding like yeah. a parent now, though. Now you know how your parents felt when 3, you were like in Ninja 000, Turtles. Three thousand posts. Thirty well, thousand posts. I've actually had Instagram since um 2012 when it first uh, began. So same. And, I think it's a little different, Harry. They're like the grownups are like using the app more than the, the kids nowadays. Like I see more women, like I see like more moms on TikTok than I actually see kids. Oh, so, but anyway, let's uh let's was, get on uh, I, well, have, No, I was gonna mention on Hinge. Tell me, tell me. Hinge, Hinge, one of oh, the That's Hinge. right. Yes, right. we need to hear that. So Hinge is a dating app, an online dating app, a few freaks, you singles out there. Um, and one of the prompts is, uh, I feel cute, might delete later. And a lot of people are using it. And I think it's a fairly new prompt. Like, I think once Corona started, Hinge and other dating apps, they had to find solutions. And I think that was that was one of them, like, finding these interesting prompts. And this seems to be the trend lately. And a lot of people, like, there's a lot of dudes out there doing it. And they're not, you know, they're in their late 20s, mid 20s, not, not wow. teens. So well, speaking of which, oh, go ahead. No, that's it. Speaking of which, uh, Find Love Live, that's how I got on there. Um, Hinge, I swiped right on a casting producer. And then fun fact, we've talked about it on the show before, our graphic designer, that's how we met. We met on freaking Happen. The oh, GPS Happen. App. 
That's right. We met, yeah, we met on an app where it's like very creepy, actually. It tells like the exact like distance you are from someone that you had passed by. Yeah, wow. I don't know if it's, I don't even think it exists anymore, but like, um, I'm pretty sure like Grinder like finally like phased that out. Like, I could find this dick right now. Like, <laughs> but, um, it didn't work out, obviously, but we, but it worked out professionally. Like, yeah, we, we, spent, in touch. we spent two seasons creating beautiful artwork for the, for the, the and now, yeah. and now Oscar has the blueprint of success and he's carrying on the torch. And we're very happy. We're very happy, Maria. We're very happy yeah. with Oscar. The latest love, covers love have been pretty cool. I liked, I like a lot of the uh, ideas, executions. Good job. It means a lot coming from you. It mm-hmm. means a lot. So let's get on to your article. Let's yeah. uh, medium. Uh, let, yeah. Actually, tell us some of your tags. Tell us more about you. Tell us more about what you do. So I started writing a little more often once Corona started because I was on a furlough period from work. And um, uh, common with this crew. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so, but OK, so it gives you a chance to do things that you've always wanted to do, but more often. And writing was a thing for me because I love talking like I just talk, 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 talk. And it's not really healthy for my relationships or my friendships. Oh, wow. Damn. Well, because you have to learn how to listen as well. And that's like a skill I think everyone should try to to gain to gain to improve on um so that's why i write and i have a lot to say so writing is a good outlet and when the whole you know all the protests started for the blm movement i was thinking you know how can i contribute like a lot of people are contributing a lot of people are posting political things that's not really me and one thing for me is learning how to have a conversation that is that is productive and healthy and people listen to each other. And this is one of those things that are really difficult to talk to is about really difficult to talk about, especially with people who you think won't listen to you, such as your parents. Like a lot of people my age, I'm sure all of all ages have a hard time talking to their parents, especially about difficult things such as racism. And I come from a family. My mom is from communist. She grew up in communist Russia. Um, and you know, if you know anything about Russians, they're not the most open. A little, uh, a little bit. <laughs> so, just, just, just the fake news. Yeah. So she, uh, no, yeah, a lot of it is stereotypes. But one thing is, you know, Russians aren't. Solanoya. No, I'm good. Go, you're good. So. Over the years, she has said a few things that have made me really angry. But we've created a relationship where we can actually openly talk. And that was based off of me just telling my mom, like, can we sit down and talk about our problems? Um, And ever since we we had that first conversation, now to this point, I'm able to just talk to her about racism. And I feel like if you... So long story short, I asked a few people of their experiences and advice, one being Vincent. This is why I'm on the show now. And Vincent shares his story with his uh, white racist grandma right irish catholic <laughs> irish, irish catholic yeah, it's another not, not another word for racist but yes but no she's not racist she's but like... over the years <laughs> that's the point like back in the day she was you know hardcore now she she's improved a lot and she, you guys can have open conversations and i thank you so much for your input and your story and sharing your advice with everyone else I uh, she stayed with us a few times recently during this Corona. And that's where the inspiration of this interview came from. She hit me at a time where like I was in close quarters with her anyway. 
so we were very observant of each other. And uh, yeah, no, there was one conversation we had. Uh, the last conversation we had actually before she went home uh, was how come I'm not more proud of my white side just as much as my black? And I was like, I didn't know that there was a white side like that. Like, I know I say I'm black and white, but like black is like a term in America. Like, you know, it's obviously supposed to be African-American, but white. Like, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I like? What, do I celebrate Irish history? Do I like, like Maria with hers, Russian history? Like white could be many things, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like when you say that like you're celebrating whiteness, it's more of like a superiority, like it yeah, has been in history. Yeah. And a, we've touched yeah. on that in the article. Yeah. As opposed to celebrating like Irish would you say Irish Catholic? All of them. Whatever. Yeah. There's all types of whatever yeah. you think is yeah. Caucasian. And even there's some Jewish people that like, you know, play it off as Caucasian as well. No, I hear you. We do. I don't I don't think it'll kick us off that that hard. But um anyway. But in the article, so, right, in the article, we talk about um, your mom's story, marrying your dad, and, and how both sides of the family weren't too keen on it. There was no big wedding. And then over, over time, because you spoke out, because you it's in your personality to speak out, you feel that it's helped your grandma progress as a person and the rest of your family a little as bit. well. A little bit. She, um, even after the article, we've had conversations and even that their particular exchange, she, she has, she has as much as she can. She's 78, but there's some things like she's not, she, when she asks questions, she's not really asking questions to learn. She's more like trying to gain ammunition to poke holes at you. Ooh. So especially like I'm trying to like live more plant-based like she'll ask like a million questions about it and you're thinking that she's trying to learn about it. No, she'll ask them again later. And you're just like, hold up. I just answered these before. No, she's trying to catch you off guard. She's trying to be like, see, like you don't really believe in that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you're not really. And she even does that with like, when we talk about the race and stuff like that, she'll like, if she gets frustrated, we talked about, and it, it doesn't span just the race, by the way, we were talking about they and there and stuff like that. And even if you don't get it, we admitted it, me and my mother, we were like, we don't get it, but we respect people. So if like someone says they want to be called that, it doesn't take that much time to be like, cool, you're they, you're there, you're here, you're somewhere else. I don't know. I don't care. Tell, I'll, I'll do it. It doesn't take that much time. She got really frustrated. She was just like, enough is enough. Wow. Enough is enough for like enough is enough for who? Like I don't get like what talking to. You can only expect so much from someone who's conditions. That's one thing that's, that we talked about. That's what about. I meant. Yeah, for we so before I wrote the article, Vincent and I talked for like two hours about all of this. Like it was the longest conversation I had about it. Thank you, Vincent, so much. Like you dedicated so much time to this and I I couldn't have asked a better person to talk to you, you about this. You ain't the only one who likes to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think one of our points is that people do get conditions. Like we even went into the topic of how women in the early 1900s there was this time where women wanted to get hit by their boyfriends. If Whoa. yeah, like well, it was, on Mad Men, they still do. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, so the article basically goes through a few steps. It's basically a guide that will help you talk to your family about racism, um, going from you know understanding your own opinions about it to creating a space with the person you're talking to, to learning how to control you know what you're feeling and and how to go about it. 
And if all else fails, you can just watch movies like um, Green Mile or Self Made or Seaberg, anything that will give the other person a perspective. And vice versa. Self Made, you cut off mad at that title. CJ Walker, that's yeah, a great mini series by LeBron James that yeah. we watched. Yes, awesome, Sorry. great one. Yeah, no CJ, Madam CJ Walker. Spencer. Amazing story. Um, yes. And all these stories will give the other person some perspective on history. And, and that's what I did with my mom. Um, and I. It's a good way, by the way. And it's non aggressive. Like, like it's yeah. a great way to like bring the medium to her mm-hmm. and to give like a, 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 like my grandmother, part of the thing that she can't handle is like when we were watching the five bloods, very aggressive movie. And, uh, and like a lot of bloodshed, blah, blah, blah. Even though it had like a great message behind it, it's hard to show a 78 year old uh, that. So, like you said, like those good movies, a little feel good, maybe not like the help where they're like whitewashing, but like something like Madden CJ Walker, especially black produced by LeBron James, you're going to get that experience and you're not going to get it like jammed down your throat. Pause. Hidden Figures is good too. It's an amazing movie, Harry. Yep. Such a great movie. Quality all around, the acting, everybody. Everybody was so good in that movie. Yeah, so good. So good. And there's moments where you're like, oh, my holy shit. I had no idea. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. The mathematicians involved uh, named after airports and stuff like that. Such an amazing film. Great job mentioning that. All right, cool. Let's start to wrap up. Uh, You made some really good points with the movies. Thank you for that list. Actually, do you have more? Do you have any more like, before we go? I was just going to say that I don't just share my own experience. I share a lot of my friends' experiences yes, and stories and advice. So it gives a really well-rounded view and guide on the topic. So I'm, I just hope it helps. That's all I really want, you know. So read it. If you're interested on Instagram, I have a shorter guide uh, that's just like, a couple of slides and that's it. So thank you so much for having me and, and no uh, you know, sharing, sharing my article. <laughs> yes. And forgive us. This is a, a quick program. We're oh, only like fine. around 40 minutes. We have a lot of Gen Z attention spans out there. <laughs> it's fine. But we enjoy, we enjoy your content. Everybody that's been a part of season one and two has enjoyed your content. We still look back on it. We still love it. We love your new stuff. We love your animation on Instagram. And that's where we're going to get to right now, actually. We need you to tell us everywhere you're at, where we need to see you, Maria. We can't get enough of you. Go for it. So just Instagram at honeypie. It's H-O-N underscore E-pie. Um, I'm going to soon change it to Maria Vitation. I'm going to soon change everything to Maria Vitation with a sick honey pot logo that my friend Ooh, is I like drawing. That. I like yeah. it. Um, and then on my medium, I think you can just look up my name and I should pop up. And I guess on your Instagram, there will be a link, right? And then if you go on my yeah, Instagram, there's a link to my medium. So. That's right. And we love the big up people. Uh, big up to Oscar's barber. Yeah. He keeps them looking whatever he looks like. Yeah. That, looking that like nice, Oscar. That <laughs> nice, shiny, that nice, shiny head. You and know? For you designers out there, if you're on Dribble, I'm out. on there too. So That's right. That's right. And um, I'm on Drool. No, I'm joking. I'm on, uh, we're on Keep Up NYC. That's on Instagram. We are on Keep Up NY for Twitter. We are on Twitch. I'm on Twitch as well. Oscar's on Twitch. Uh, Patreon. Uh, Harry set that up for us. We're going to fill that up with subscription content very soon. Facebook. That's the official Keep Up Shut Up. That's our page right there. Uh, Sylvan Sane on IG. 
Like she said, Honey Pie on IG. We got Oslamalo underscore art. We got PKMN Pokemon Stoner on Instagram. Go ahead. Uh, you, you have a question. I'm on the, 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 the feature. The feature. Like, oh, you're on Hinge. I'm on okay. me. That's right. So Maria likes uh, long walks on the beach. She likes to be choked. She like no, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> but I uh, don't know. She, <laughs> she, she enjoys the swiping of the dating. You know what I'm saying? She she likes to ghost people. No, I'm joking. No. I don't ghost. I do not no, ghost. No, Maria's a quality. No, I've been on three dates with Maria. She's a quality date. You need to go date her. You need to find her on Hinge. Um, Oscar, like he said before, I'm going to be a fine love live August 17th. Yes. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. So, like I said, we got John.ttv, Thundercat John with a K. And then we got, um, I said Harry already. We got Neil. We got the whole crew. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up. With Los Lamalo. And still been saying, over and out, homies. <laughs> <laughs>